Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Introducing Norm Self-Checkout for All. Do you often find yourself in a tizzy with a credit card reader? Or perhaps tiptoeing around tipping etiquette? Maybe even paying scandalously steep card not present fees? Norm is here to solve it all. Think of Norm as payment simplified. No card reader for you, no wallet for your client. Instead, patrons pay and tip you straight from their phones. Checkout details are carried through the ether by either a text message or QR code. Your client receives a notification and pays with their previously saved card details. All they have to do is add a grand, luxurious gratuity. And all available with one low rate as a part of Schedulicity Pay. Try Norm Self Checkout for All. Safe, secure, and shockingly simple. Find out how using Norm can increase tips, speed up payment, and free you from unreliable card readers all at one low rate. Visit paywithnorm.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. Hair, Love, Radio. You're listening to Hair Love Radio, where we get into the nitty gritty of what it takes to make your dreams a reality, start unlocking your potential, and live your best life, helping hairstylists, creatives, and girl bosses spread their awesome and light like confetti. You were made for awesome. Welcome back to Hair Love Radio. We're the Hair Industry Boys, and we're taking over the podcast. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tone. What's up, buddy? What's happening, brother? And we are live at the Hair Love Retreat with the most amazing hairdressers, hairstylists in the country. Yes, we are. And uh, we got a special one today. Uh, he might be the biggest name out there that... Uh, that, I mean, he, he can't walk out there by himself without being pulled 100 directions. Yeah, we're kind of running a little bit late on the podcast because uh, our guest today is Mr. Sam V. And if you've ever re- walked a hall with Sam V or walked behind Sam V, he, uh, he, gets, he, he gets trapped about every two or three feet. Yeah, you better leave early if you're trying to get there on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Yeah, don't follow him, man. Uh, don't follow him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, some of our friends called him the, the living Sassoon and the godfather of the industry, man. And, and, and it's hard to argue that. It's really hard to argue that. And uh, listen, honestly, over the years, you know, I think it's our fourth podcast with Sam and just the friendship that not only they just given to us, but we get to see firsthand how he uh, how he impacts the industry individual by individual by individual. Yeah. And and what's crazy is that here he is uh, sharing all his uh, beautiful knowledge here at Hair Love. And and, and boy, is it some beautiful knowledge. Yeah. We, We watched him do the braid thing today. And Sam's like coaching style or oh first off i think we need to congratulate him for winning the naha educator of the year 2021 yes. yeah, is it 20 pretty- sam is it 21 or 20 20 20 so for for 2020 um congratulations sam with that and we got to see that on, in full effect today because his education style is like nothing i've ever seen it's just infectious almost you know yeah absolutely and uh there's no to me uh there's no better educator out there so he does well deserved 
Well, well deserved. So, uh, Sam, tell us, uh, why are you here at Hair Love Retreat? Well, first of all, guys, it's great to see you, gentlemen. And obviously, I just have to pay the gratitude forward to you guys for what you do for the industry, giving the hairdressers the opportunity to maybe have an opportunity to hear from people that they might look up to. So thank you for what you guys share and what you continue to do for the hair industry. Uh, I am so excited to be here at Hair Love Retreat. And um, I just, it's been something I've wanted to get to. I've been invited for a couple times or when it first started, and it's just about scheduling. But this time it happened to work after Naha coming here to Zion and having the ability to experience it and participate. But Hair Love Retreat to me is about the, what they stand for, what Elizabeth Faye stands for. And it's all about how we as hairdressers, how we can really impact a, an individual and how we can impact the world. And I can see that happening here based upon the conversations that are happening and based upon the connections. And uh, that's why I'm here. I'm just proud to be a part of a community that cares in a different way and a different style about the hairdresser. That's so true. So, so what do you find different about hair love? Authenticity. I just have to say, <laughs> I just experienced out there in a, in a class and how this environment, that hair love retreat, is about different the the inside of the hairdresser the guts of the hairdresser the the mental the the mindset of the hairdresser i really believe that hair love retreat that brings it out and and not only is it you know there's yes there's some technical things and discussions that happen on the hair side but it's about how it's brought out in terms of how it's impacting the hairdressers so when i think of hair love retreat Minimum effort with maximum impact. That's what I'm seeing here this weekend. Yeah, you know, all weekend, uh, Elizabeth is not a, not just Elizabeth, but all the educators have been talking about you know magic, magic, magic. Uh, uh, seen, heard, and loved. I think is the common the common phrase all weekend. And it's interesting because so much happens on stage with the artists, and there's so many unbelievably great artists here. But the magic happens like off off the stage. The magic happens as you're as you're walking to dinner. The magic happens as you're out for a hike. The magic happens um, when you're with the people. It's, it's like a big summer camp, and um, it, I think the struggle of because it's hot here. We're in Zion National Park. We're in Southern Utah. It's hot. It's a de- literally a desert, you know. And and I think that people like are bonding on that struggle, you know. And that happens. That happens when they're not necessarily watching the stage. You know, Corey, you just captured it right there. It's the conversations. Those conversations that happen, this is the opportunity. You know, at hair shows, you can go to classes, and it's really skill sets, and it's technical. This is an opportunity to really connect with people. And in some cases, what we've needed to do is, unfortunately, we need to, we had to disconnect to reconnect. But Mm. the reconnection that's happening is what's really, really having some impact right now. And for me, the the most beautiful thing too is with Corey to kind of you know hone in what you're saying, is that when these guys, these educators, get off stage at a normal show, they got to get ready for the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. Here, they're hanging out with everybody here. Yeah. So not only did you get to watch them on stage and learn, and maybe some of the classes are hands on, then you get to eat dinner with them. You get to pick the brain. You get to hug them heart to heart, and you get to just you know just kind of build a relationship that you normally wouldn't be able to build. And and you're absolutely right. Not just with the artists, but like even like the other. I keep wanting to call them like like fellow campers or something because that's kind of what it feels like. Right? right? It feels like summer camp. Herchola. Herchola. Exactly. So a couple of days ago, um, I got to uh, walk up Angels Landing. 
And and I teamed up with a person I'd, I'd never met before. Her name is Lindsay. She actually has a podcast too, and I wish I could plug it right now, but I forgot the name of it. But but uh, we can add that in. That'd be awesome. Um, but I, I, when Lindsay and I got to the bottom of the of the mountain, right? We uh, I go. You know what? When we walked up this mountain, you were a stranger, and we walked down as friends. And it, it was like this really cool thing because we were forced to struggle together because it was a tough hike. We were forced to hold hands to kind of like pull you up to the next level. We were forced to look out for each other, right? Because you never want to do one of these things alone or solo. Yeah, I have more pictures on my phone of complete strangers that became friends. It's been an amazing, uh, just an opportunity to make new friends. You know, that's, guys, you are pushing the right buttons because you, that can happen at a hair show, an ABS or a premiere, but yet it rarely happens. What's happening here to me is so much more impactful. And that goes back to the conversations. I love what you just said, Corey, in terms of you went up as not knowing each other, but you came back really connected as friends. And then the conversations, they continue. So, um, you know, I'm excited to be here. Uh, what I've had the opportunity to do is I had the opportunity to really uh, speak to the group fireside with a keynote speech. Really enjoyed that, and um, it was really impactful. Everybody was like, "Wow, that well, Sam Via is something." You know, thank his story you, Corey. Is something. And what I shared with him, my friends, is I shared the fact that there's some things that I feel that need to happen right now. One of them is flexibility, and I talked about how it's time for us all to be flexible with your team in the salon as a salon owner. Be flexible with your clients. Be flexible with your family. And then I talked about the idea of patience, being patient with your team, having patience with your family. And then the third one, there was flexibility, patience, and respect. You know, my dream coming out of this is that we as hairdressers, we support each other, and we support each other with that word respect. Salon owners respect the independent, and the independent respect the salon owner, and the influencer respect the, the platform artist, and the platform artist respect the influencer. Isn't it interesting? We're all doing the same thing, which is touching hair, but we all have different titles. So it's so important, my friends. Let's put the titles aside, and how about we just say we're hairdressers. We're hairdressers that choose to impact people, and we're hairdressers that choose to support each other. That, to me, is my mission, is to get the industry to understand there's plenty for everybody. It's just up to you to go out and get it. Your salon owner's not going to have hand it to you, and independence is not going to be magical. You open up a door, and they're going to line up for you. So i got to tell you, there's so much coming out of Hair Love Retreat. Well, you impacted a, a young hairdresser today. Uh, it was a friend of ours. He was dying to meet you. And, yeah, and uh, Tana. Oh, yes. And uh, she was just so, she was nervous, so excited. And then when you offered the opportunity to assist you on stage, literally she came running to Corey and I saying, guess what I get to do? Guess what I get to do? I get to assist Sam. And, you know, that's just the kind of impact that you have on people. But this, you know, at here at Hair Love, that's the kind of opportunities that are that are. Well, that's there. what this is about, right? Right, right. It is. That's exactly what this is about. You know, I had um, Tara Gardner is here from Salon Blue. She's a Redken artist, and she said, "Do you need help? I'll come up and assist you." Uh, Lisa Carrillos came up and she said, "Do you need help? I'll assist you." I said, "No." My goal was to, after the conversation I had with Tana, I said, "This girl is the girl I'm going to ask to assist." Here's why: We have to re- remember that the youth are the rainbows of the future. Its leaders need to know when to step aside. You have to know when to step aside. That was a moment for me to step aside, bring somebody up there, not that already has a name, but somebody that 
I want them to know. And it's the youth that are going to be leading us. So salon owners, I want you to remember that. Step aside. Make the youth the hero in the industry today. Mm. Mm. I love that. And uh, please do us a favor if you're listening in and, and um, follow. give uh, Tana a, a follow. Her Instagram is Tana Rose Hair. Again, that's Tana Rose Hair. Tana is T-A-N-A Rose, just like a rose, hair. Go ahead and give her a follow because, uh, you know, she, I, I and you actually predicted it. You said she is the future of this, uh, of this industry. Oh, yeah. You can hear it in her passion and her desire. And I told her one thing you need to do is hold on to that passion, but don't lose the desire. It's easy to hold on to passion. Then the desire kind of lacks. And the desire lacks sometimes, my friends, is because they're with the way they're treated. The way that they're treated. Well, Sam, I mean, you've been in the industry for a really long time. And you were talking about, you know, passion and desire. Have there been times, we know you're passionate. But, but it, and I'm not even, even going to ask it as a question. I'm going to say it as a statement. In those times that you've lost that desire, what have you done to kind of like recalculate or calibrate yourself to, uh, to, to, to get back to being in a effectively uh, following your passion? The passion comes from education. As hairdressers, we must never cease to learn. As a teacher, I must never cease to learn. So there, I, I said this last night at the keynote, there's danger in the comfort zone, my friends. Keep one foot in your comfort zone. That comfort zone, that's your foundation. That comfort zone, that's your principles, your fundamentals. And then keep one foot outside of it. That's the one foot that's gonna maintain the desire, the desire to learn more. And when you keep that foot, that's your experimental foot. That's your discovery foot. Now, that only happens when you embrace education. So lose the attitude of, well, I already know that. <laughs> I already know that. I, I, well, I do that, but I do it a different way. Mm -hmm. When people say that, I said, uh, you already know that? Okay. But do you do it this way? Well, no, I do it another way. Okay, so great. Keep doing it that same way, and boredom will set in. So simple example, guys, if I can find three ways to cut a one-link bob, I challenge myself to find three ways to do it. So that challenge is what holds on to the desire. Passion, you can have it. Well, Sam, sometimes I lose my passion. Okay, education. Education can spark that passion. That's, that's so true, you know, because there's been times where, uh, you know, I, I go to a class and I, I learn a simple haircut but in a completely different way. And you can just feel the fire under your, under your butt. You know, it's like I can't wait to go try that. Right. Or, or after these, after this many years in the industry, you know, a lot of times you think you've seen it all, and then you see something, even if it's like something, even if it's like a normal process that you do, and you see someone else do it in a different way, or it charges you. You're like, oh, I'm doing that when I get home. Right. right? And that's the idea, guys. You might say, well, wow, I, I, I've seen that before, but I didn't know how to do it. And, and people say, well, I can't do that. Success comes in cans and failure comes in cans. If I can, you can. It's just a matter of practice, practice, practice. You know, I have such a desire to um, impact people. And I think it's, it's about that. So a quick story was I was doing a Redkin Symposium. And they said, Sam, you're going to have 10 translators in your room. I thought, okay, 10 different countries will be in your room and they're going to have headsets. So I thought it was really important to get my message across and to keep the, the, the audience engaged and keep them in there. I thought, okay, I need to write my bullet points for the translators so that they have the bullet points of what I'm going to speak so they could get the phrases, focus on how you can versus why you can't. So they make sure they got all that. And they go, wow, I can't believe you gave us all these bullet points. We wish every artist would do that. said, listen, this is about 
my audience and the people that I'm about to face, and it's important to me that I get this correct. It's important to me you get this correct. So, line up. And I had them line up, and they're just looking at me. Have your piece of paper in your hand. When I say go, I want all 10 languages to read the first paragraph. And they're like, what? You're not going to hear what we're saying. I get, please follow my instructions. I'm going to count to three. I'm going to say go. So when I go, said go, can you imagine you're hearing these 10 languages going across? And they're kind of looking at me like, and they're reading it. And the last ones to finish were the Italians. And then I said to him, okay. I looked at the Italian. I said, okay, I want your headset in my ear. And he's like, wait a minute. The headset that I'm going to be speaking into, you want to put one in one ear? He goes, but you don't, sound, you don't know Italian. No, but I will know you're going to take the longest to say what I need to say. So mm. when you're done saying it, then I know I can speak. And they said, oh, my gosh, but isn't that not going to mess with your brain? No, I worked out at home. I dislike heavy metal. I put on a headset, put the heavy metal on as loud as I could, got in the bathroom, and taught my class what I'm going to teach. And they're like, oh, so you trained your brain and your mind to focus on your language. But meanwhile, you're hearing Italian while you're speaking. That's they brilliant. said, oh, my gosh. I said, that's the desire that I have as an educator that people get that they get it. So it's not about me getting up and saying this is about me and this, it's about the learner. Then the translator said, oh, we have never met anyone like you as a teacher. They said, we wish, you know, can you get the other artists to do this? <laughs> I said, this is not for everybody. I said, I will share with them how I do it. Then I will give them the why behind it, but it's their choice on how they choose to do it. You have just met a person that has the desire and the passion to make sure that these people in this audience walk away with a learning experience. Because if I don't, if I just get on stage and don't have your headset, I'm gonna speak a normal pace, the Italian won't be done, so therefore he's gonna keep up, try to keep up, can't remember what I said, and start making stuff up and not hitting all the bullet points. So that's what Sam Via is about, is mm -hmm. making sure people walk away with a learning experience. End user. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you make it, you, you've impacted so many people with the, with that desire because you truly care about the learner. Well, that, that's so true. It's the learner. It's about the learner. Ask yourselves, if you're a teacher out there, ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Is it about you because you want to be a star or you want a lot of followers? Well, listen to the, what I'm about to say. If you can help people get what they want, you will get what you want. So remember, when you stand in front of an audience, it's not about you. It's about the people in front of you. So make sure that if there's a question that they ask you, you know the answer. So I want you to fire back a series of questions that make them the hero that they discover the answer. When mm. they discover the answer, based upon how you're leading questions to drive them to the answer, now they are more empowered. As a teacher, that's what needs to happen. Instead of me right away getting a question and responding to it with the answer. Okay, now people aren't going to ask questions. Well, he's a know-it-all. He knows every little question. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, yes, <laughs> I practice. Yes, yes, I believe in myself. But at the same time, being a teacher today is life's greatest resource for learning is questions. So if I get a question from the audience, I fire back questions that will lead them to that answer. So we anchor it. That's amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. You need a... Uh, 
put together a uh, like an educational a curriculum. curriculum. Well, yeah, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. A lot of that comes from my Redken resources in regards sure. to Redken being learner focused. And you know, when I joined Redken, um, what over 35 years ago, they saw that I was a, a great teacher. But what they said, we're going to move you from great to excellent, and we're going to give you the resource to understand learner focused education. So the credit goes to Redkin. What I've done is taken it and made it work for my personality and what I'm about. But the credit definitely goes to Redkin for their resources of facilitation skills. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. Hey, uh, how's our friend Chris doing? Chris is doing awesome. Coach Chris Barron, yeah, yeah. he is doing awesome. Did you see him at Aha? I did see him at Aha. Uh-huh. We well, saw half his face because he was wearing one of those little right. hefty like, masks I yes, saw. Yes, right. We were all in masks. <laughs> Chris is great. I mean, if you're talking about if there's anything that, uh, you know, you're a teacher out there or you're a facilitator or you want to be a teacher and get in front of people, I highly, highly recommend you look at GPS, something that Coach Chris Barron is doing. Uh-huh. GPS is an excellent program. You have to understand he's attracting international people. He's attracting people that aren't even in the business that want to learn how to facilitate. What are your like? Do you have do you have a set of pillars that you use or like? I I, I literally took a center stage class with you at Redkin, which is a public speaking class. Like, what are the pillars that you that you pass on? Because I'm sure you have many many people that you've helped with their um, with their public speaking, and I mean like different artists and stuff. Do you have a do you have a set of pillars that you can share that? that you have to do on stage does that make sense yes like, like what are the, you know well the first pillar I, I you know and i heard uh kia artis- artistically mention it in the last segment is eliminate the word i eliminate mm. the word i i think that's you know that the i is about you the i and if you just a large capital i it definitely looks like a pillar it definitely looks like it a looks pillar. like a pillar yeah. you know so well sam what do you mean i um, I remember once doing a training in South Africa, and the uh, education manager said, Sam, I've got an artist that's pretty egotistical. I said, okay, you know, can, if you could bring him down a little bit. I said, I, you know, I, okay, I'll, I'll do what I can. <laughs> so when it got his turn to deliver, I, I asked him, you know, you're going to deliver on what? He said, finishing. I like working with finishing. I said, okay, great. So he got his mannequin, started deliver. I paused him. I said, how are you doing? He goes, oh, I think I'm crushing it. I, so I asked the, the artists that were in there, probably about 50, said, how's he doing? They said, oh, he's doing great. I said, good. I said, go get two chairs. He looked at me, he said, what? I said, go grab those two chairs over there. Now stack them up on top of each other. Now sit on those two chairs. He goes, well, how am I going to? I said, sit on those two chairs. We'll help you. Okay, now let's get the mannequin up. Okay, continue delivery. He says, from sitting here? I said, yeah. Deliver. He gets five minutes into it. I said, pause. How are you doing? He goes, I think I'm doing great. I go, How's he doing? He's doing awesome. I said, go get two more chairs. Stack them on top of each other. He said, what? I said, stack them on. He goes, but I, how am I going to get up? I said, well, I got two guys. to help you up. We'll hold you. Don't worry. Deliver. So I'm like this. So how's it going up there? And he's like, I'm doing great. I said, you're, you're killing it, dude. You are killing it. You're a great teacher. I said, how's he doing? Great. Go grab two more. He's going, oh, come on. I said, grab two more chairs. So now he's sitting on eight chairs. And he starts delivering. I said, pause. How are you doing? He goes, well, it's kind of odd being up there. I say, yeah, it is up, odd up there. Why don't you get off your high mountain and come no. down to our level? No. And teach us from our level. Mm-hmm. And the room got quiet. He got a little teary-eyed. I said, you're a great facilitator. I said, now I'm going to tell you how many times you said I. You want to know how many times you said I in the past 20 minutes? Over 120 times. No. So now I want you to say I 120 times and you're on the stopwatch. And you are on the stopwatch. 
So I, I said, go. So I'm timing him. I. I said, I, want, I don't want, I, 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 I want it very, I don't want it fast. I want it very slow. I want it very distinct. I, I, I. Like you're talking to I. So he went, he went go. I said, would you like to know how many times it said you to say 120 eyes? It took you almost three minutes. Now let's take the eyes off of it. You, in those three minutes, you could impact an audience, except with a good, great phrase. Yet instead, what you choose to say is I, I, I. Now I'm going to ask you something. Why don't you come off of your island and come and join us? Wow. So that, to me, in itself, that word I. Hold on, you're not getting away with that. So how well, do you do? With what? How do you do? Oh, he did great. After that, he got, he got it. He got it. And to this day, he wrote a book, a great book. And he had me on there as a mentor and, and as thanking me for, you know, mentoring. Yet what's the most important thing is, I think it's most important is, that's just example, one pillar in terms of communication builds wealth, whether you're at the chair or whether you're choosing to stand on stage. Remember, everybody that's in front of you is vulnerable. You don't know what they've been through in their life, especially in today's world. So what I'm going to invite is make a connection. And the way that you're making connection is through your communication. And so do me a favor, guys. When people talk to you, make eye contact. I'm teaching my little boy that. He's four years old. Now, you tell him when you speak, you look at, look at, look at us in the eyes. Because the eyes can, and I'm not talking the letter I. I'm talking <laughs> at the eyes that you have in your, you know, your eyeballs. But your eyes can speak a thousand words in terms of what's going on. It's, it's your, um, your, your electrical connection inside of you come through your eyes. You brought your son up. Um, you've, uh, like, like all of us, the last two years have been absolutely brilliant. Um, both Tony and I have grandchildren within that two-year period, and there's, there's been no better bonding time that I can think of than in that time. Um, I'm, gonna sh I, I'm a little anxious about getting back on the road because I don't want to lose that relationship. What are, do you have any fear of that? Do you have any anxiety about that? About, or, or what have you kind of done with Mateo? Just kind of walk us through that. Well, Corey, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about that. Now that I'm out on my road for my third event, I, I've been thinking, gosh, I miss my son. I, wish, I miss my wife because I've been home for 18 months. And I think, gosh, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to continue doing this anymore. And then I pause. Dude, don't kid yourself. Yes, you do. But what I'm trying to say is I found that there's something where I need to balance my life now. I need to find that balance so that I can still share with you and I can still impact my life at home. So now that balance is, Sam, what do you mean by that? Well, you, maybe you might not see me out as a road. Maybe you'll still see me. I really believe education is going to go hybrid. Live or, or uh, this whole digital aspect of education is not going to go anywhere. And I really believe that we're going to get back to the in-person education. But what it did was it allowed me to connect with my son. Can you imagine people, Corey, Tony, they ask me, Sam, how, how, how much are you, do you travel? I can't tell you how much I travel. I will tell you how much I'm at home. It's usually it's about six to eight days a month as we were before this whole pandemic. So now that I been, haven't been traveling that and experiencing my son, it's like, I really want to be home a little bit more. And I want to be home because I want to impact his life. It's funny because, Corey, now he's like, Daddy, let's ass assess the situation. <laughs> or he'll say, Daddy, it's time to do questions. <laughs> or he'll sit down, how was your day? You know, because he gets this idea. When he asks me a question, I ask him a question. 
So it's this whole thing, questioning thing that he's got going on now. But uh, it's, Corey, I got to tell you, I'm so, the, the whole disconnect created a wonderful connection with my family. Yeah, that, that was, I, we, and we talk about it a lot. I mean, that, that is, that was the blessing of, of, of being at home, you know, and again, we get to make new connections, right? Because everything, I mean, my grandson was born, but, you know, he was just a baby baby. We, we entered COVID, him as a baby, and we left it with him like a little dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, it, it was really cool. And, I mean, thank God um, that we're in the situation where they live with us. So we, uh, mm-hmm. we've had, I couldn't imagine. Could you? Yeah. Imagine not having, there's many, many people out there that, that weren't able to see their grandkids or whatever. Right. And, and, and I just feel so blessed and grateful that. It's well, the perfect you know, distraction. I mean, literally the perfect distraction through yeah. all oh, I love that, the way you said that, Tony. You've got a grandson now. It's what, four years old or two years no, old? 11 months. Mm-hmm. Ele- oh, yes, 11 months. So you were able to experience that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was, he was born in COVID, and he, he was just the perfect distraction for us uh, because we didn't, uh, I mean, of course, you know, being cautious and, and safety was everything, but, uh, you know, we didn't get sucked into, like, the fear of it because we all just hands on deck with him and mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, totally being, uh, you know, grandparents. Right. You know, the other thing that I want to come out with that I really discovered Corey, Tony, was I want to somehow give back. You know, socialathon and fa- the fabric of change. But you've been giving back your whole career. What do you mean? <laughs> How's this different? Outside, out, let, let me say, outside the industry. So I wanted to do something, and you know, I'm epileptic. So I thought, well, let's let's get involved with that, or let's get involved with cancer. And I happened to come across the Beyond Project, which is a project that supports human trafficking. And mean what I mean by that, they take care of these ladies that have gone through human tra- trafficking, and they pull them out. One of the best things that's happened is. It, that whole sex industry had to stop because mm-hmm. of COVID. So they got all these women out of that. They discovered them, found them, pulled them into the Salvation Army. So we discovered a project called the Beyond Project. And we were in, and on Saturday during Naha, we were doing makeovers at the Salvation Army with the Beyond Project on 30 women. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that gave me the opportunity and the team to touch people in a different way. To really, really impact people. One of the things that I love about Elizabeth Fay is she says, we can really change the world. I've been hearing that. Hairdressers, we change the world. We impact people. We empower people. We really make them feel good. And here's another way that we can do it. By actually going outside of the hair industry and seeing what we can really help. I got to tell you, that day, people go, was, what was the highlight of the weekend? The highlight of the weekend, you, thank you, Naha. Thank you, PBA. That was a great highlight in my career. But what really... The highlight of the weekend was the personal impact that had on me as an individual when I saw these ladies say, cry, and just say, can I hug you? You know, the briefing I got was you have to have permission to touch them. You have to um, not discuss the, the, what they've been through, and your phone could not be on you. But at the end, when they said, do you mind if I give you a hug with tears in their eyes? I mean, that is maximum impact for me as a person. So you guys did that at Naha. Are you going to continue it? Or yes, are, we're I'm, not going to we? partner with the Beyond Project. We will be at ABS Chicago. We're now trying to confirm it with the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of finding the right Salvation Army to do it, so to speak. And then it's a matter, too, we want to go into Orlando. So hairdressers, you will go on my social platforms. You will see it where we invite hairdressers. Marquetta Breslin joined us in uh, Las Vegas and 
Vernon Francois enjoined, he joined us in Vegas. Ira Pope Sage, he did it Monday. So we got lots of Las Vegas hairdressers joined us. So we're looking for those volunteers in Chicago and Orlando. So you're opening up. We're, we're recruiting people. We oh, want yes, the help. Right. And they're, they're, it's just not my team. We want hairdressers. That is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so cool. Yeah, right? to make to to impact people's lives that are not in our industry and right. that are in need. I mean, that's I mean, really, that's that's kind of what it's all about. I mean, that's absolutely what it's all about. And in kind of in a weird way, that's kind of what this is all about. Right. Yeah. Because, right. You know, we're talking about. I mean, this whole environment and how it's not about giving back. It's about giving to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's each and every person that's here at Hair Love Retreat. And if you're listening to this or if you're listening to it either on the Hair Industry Outlet or if you listen to this on Hair Love Radio, um, do yourself a favor and make this a bucket list. You know, I definitely not, agree. I, I'll promise you this. It's not for everybody, but those who it's for, it's going to impact not only your career, but your entire life. Your personal life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way it can't. Yeah. You know, there's absolutely no way it can't. Sam, dude, just thank you. I, once again, on a personal level, thank you very much for the friendship over the years. Thanks for the support. Um, thanks for, um, you know, making us feel relevant in this big, uh, this big hair, hair world that, you know, we just turn it that kid often that we kind of crowbarred our way into this, into this career in a sense you know the podcasting career we just kind of crowbarred our way in i'm glad you guys did i'm so very, we, so very we, glad man. that you did so uh, as a, you know we're going to end the podcast with three key takeaways so i think so, well there's three of us right so can yeah. we uh, can we talk about it take yeah away? we'll start with you uh my big takeaway there's so many you got to process them through um i, I, I think just and this is kind of broad, but just just the community that that, that, that all this um, you know that this weekend has brought the community that Sam's trying to do for the industry, outside of the industry, you know, kind of make that impact. And 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 if anything defines hairstylists changing lives, I mean, Sam did that last weekend. Yeah, my, I think mine is is was on the learn for the uh, you know the young hairdressers are the future and kind of step aside and not necessarily. Uh, try to do everything or have all the answers, you know, allow them. Make room. Make room, 100%. My takeaway, guys, is hair love retreat. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I just, I just really embrace uh, hair love retreat in terms of what their, their purpose is, with intent and purpose, what they're doing. And, guys, it's fun. I think you got to have some fun in terms of what you're doing. And this is a different type of educational event. And I agree with Corey. It might not be for everybody. But I would definitely, if I were you, dive into it, checking out. You will hear me mention it from this point forward on every platform, every classroom, and every live hair love retreat. And the Hair Industry Podcast. You're going you're to mention that everywhere too, right? The what? <laughs> <laughs> My of man. course who? I will. <laughs> Sam, uh, seriously, we're so grateful to, um, for everything that you've done for the industry, and thank you for all that you do. Where um, where can people find you, or right. what are your Instagram hands? This is, this is your chance to uh, to promote yourself, to promote what you guys are up well, to. Well, I encourage you to follow us on IG, Sam v- at Sam Via Hair. I want you to go to YouTube, Sam Via Pro, Sam Via Hair. I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're on, interested in terms of educational, you really have to know that education, as I said, 
as hairdressers, we must never cease to learn. At Sam Via, we will continue to put it, put it out. I want you to really get involved with our lives. Andrew Crothers, he's a wellness coach now, and he's focusing on life coaching, and he has Wellness Wednesdays. And the guests he has in there, on there are incredible. Some are in the hair industry, and some are in the wellness industry. On Transformation Tuesdays, check out our Transformation Tuesdays. And remember, those always shift over to our YouTube library. So that's why I want you to go to our YouTube, Sambia Hair, and make sure you check out and subscribe. And then on uh, Wednesdays, we have IG Lives. Those are 30 little minute little things that we have going on. At Sambia, we have a new Sambia Ambassadors. These are hidden secrets of talent that you don't know about that I am promoting, that I am trying to help grow them. And I'm talking about hidden secret talented. When I see these people go out there and do what they do, I learn something from them all the time. So, Sanvia Hair, Sanvia Pro, and um, I'll see you at ABS, and I'll see you at, at Orlando Premier. Make sure you come to our classroom. Until next time, and as always, we, we hair love you. Hair, love, radio. radio.